You are now listening to Zakaic Podcast, proclaiming Jesus as Savior, Healer, Sanctifier, and Coming King. Good morning, church. Good morning. Can you greet the person on your right and your left and tell the person I'm happy that you're here? Wow, the church is full and I'm really excited to share God's word this morning. And this morning I'm going to preach about Jesus meeting a need from a story in the Bible. And while I was actually crafting my preaching, I realized that all of us human beings, we have different needs in life. And as a matter of fact, psychologist Abraham Maslow introduced to us that we have hierarchy of needs. I think I have a slide right there. And it says that we have some physiological needs in life where we need clothes and food to survive. And also about safety and security needs for us to have home or that sense of security in life. And also that need to be loved and accepted. And also that need to have respect, recognition, awards, and achievements. And lastly, to have self-actualization that means to advocate something, to be able to realize one thing or realize our own needs. And once we talk about these different needs, this hierarchy of needs, I realize that all of us right now, even at the seats where you're sitting right now, all of us, we have different needs in life. And maybe as we talk about these needs, we also think about our kids. And in our class, I have learned that the first initial need that a child desires for themselves is attachment. Attachment is actually the primary need of a child where this child is connected to their parents or the primal caregiver. Now, in all of these things, I just want this question, I, want just, I just want to throw this question for all of us. In our very lives today, what do our current needs reveal? about us. Sa lahat ng pangangailangan natin ngayon, as you look into yourself, into your hearts, what do our current needs reveal about us? You see, I believe that all of us desires for our needs to be met, right? We deserve for all of these things to be met, whether it is physical needs or the things that we have to provide for ourselves, financial needs, the bills that we need to pay, the business that we need to run, or the need to be appreciated, loved, cared for, and accepted. Or whether it is a need in our spiritual life that we desire for a breakthrough. But again, as we look on those sets of needs that we have as a human being, what do our current needs reveal about us? What does it say about our very own self? And this morning, I just want to introduce a passage to you found in Mark chapter 5, verses 25 to 34. Again, this morning our passage is found in Mark chapter 5, verses 25 to 34. This was actually the time where Jesus passed through a town and met a woman who, who had a blood discharge for 12 years. The word of the Lord says, And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians. And had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him and the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. 
And immediately the flow of the blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Before we dig into God's word, can we bow down our heads and let's ask God to be with us. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we praise and thank you for this time that you've given us that we're gathered once again to listen to your word. And I pray, Lord, that your word will really be a sword that will pierce through our hearts, that will connect to every situation that we are experiencing right now. And I may not know, Lord, what the different situations or the problems that my brethren are facing, but let it be, Lord, that this message of yours is going to speak from body to body, mind to mind, experience to experience, heart to heart, and allow them, Father, to know that you are our faithful God who is good, who's never too far to reach for our needs. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Now I just want to give a little bit background about the passage that we just read. This was actually the time where Jesus was about to go to Jairus, a synagogue leader. He was about to heal the daughter of Jairus. And Jesus Christ was passing through a town, and in that town, there was this crowd. Because during their time, the way they, they disseminate the message was to verbal stories. So pinag-uusapan na dati si Jesus Christ that this is the Messiah who heals many people, who can do miracles, who fed the 5,000. Galin yung usapan sa kanila before. And a lot of people back then was actually making a crowd a fuss about Jesus Christ passing to their town. And here was this woman. Here was this woman whose story mentioned that he bled for 12 years. She had a blood discharge for 12 years. And I was, as I was reading her story, I actually found four things about this woman. The first one, she was deceased. Okay, meron siyang sakit. She was deceased. She knew she had a problem and life was slowly oozing from her. And she sought all answers. It mentions in the gospel that this woman tried to look for outward solutions from many people, from physicians during their time, from spiritual leaders, but to no avail, she was still not healed. She was deceased and no hope was offered by those people around her. She was incurable by man's standards. And we are told that she suffered under their care. So she was deceased. The second one was she was distance. She was distance. Back in the day, especially during the time of Jesus Christ, when you have a sickness, especially discharge, you're actually considered as ceremonially unclean. In other words, you are considered as an outcast because people would look at you as a curse, a cursed human being, a cursed person, and no one wants to be with you. Because they believe that even you touch only the elbow or other parts of the body, you would also be ceremonially unclean. So this woman, she was cast out of their community, of their society because of her blood issue. And according to verse 25, she was alienated from her own family 
and community. And that's why we find her just along the streets, begging for alms, begging for food, because she was despised and rejected and not even heard by those people around her. The third thing is that she was deprived. She was deprived because all her life, she spent seeking for a cure, seeking to be good, to be healthy, but to no avail. She lost everything that she had because she was an outcast. She was broke, penniless, and living in poverty. And she had nothing to offer. Walang wala na siya. And it's only when we have nothing to offer that we find that this woman, which is the last thing, is she was desperate. Naging desperada na siya. Now that she was without hope, she sought the only one who could heal her. That's why in this story, actually that woman knew her case very well. He knew that when Jesus would pass and he would touch even the cloak of Jesus' garment, kahit banggain niya yung mga tao na andun, she knew that these people could potentially kill her and stone her to death. Ganun ka grave ang situation ng woman na to. But this woman, she was so desperate because for 12 years, can you imagine for 12 years, she was seeking for cure. And no one was actually there willing to help her. And to no avail, there was no solution to her problem. But when Jesus one day passed in front of her, she was so desperate that inside of her, she told herself that if only I could touch the cloak or the garment of this Messiah, of this rabbi from Nazareth, maybe I could be healed. Maybe I could be healed. You see, this woman, she was hopeless, helpless, and homeless. And when you are at a point of being in need, and the only thing left for you is desperation, what do you do? When you are in need, and the only thing left for you is desperation, what do you do? But you see, this is what I like about the gospel. This is what I like about the stories in the Bible because we see ourselves. Because as I was reading this passage, I was asking myself, who am I in this story? How do we see ourselves in the story that this gospel is giving us? Maybe some of us right now who are sitting there, maybe for, for us, we're experiencing illnesses. Maybe for us, we are experiencing sickness for how many years, for how many months? A while ago, at 6 a.m. worship service, there was this member that approached me who was crying and told me to pray for her husband. Because his, her husband was experiencing prostate cancer. But you see, I don't know, maybe some of you right now who came in today are experiencing sickness that we don't know of, that we're not aware. Or maybe you feel distance, not only from your family, or even from God, that you feel that God is far away from you? Or maybe you are deprived, you don't have the financial capacity, the financial capacity to proceed with healthy options in life, to find for a cure? Or maybe you're so desperate, because for so long you've been praying to God and telling God, Lord, I need you. 
I need your healing. I need your touch. And brothers and sisters in Christ, I pray that this message will bring hope to your heart. This message will actually bring realization to you that your God is the same God who was with Moses, with Abraham, and who's with you until today. Because this woman, she was so desperate that she, she reached out to Jesus Christ and not care for those people around her who could actually potentially kill her. So this is what the woman did. The first thing that this woman did was she reached for Jesus. It states that she touched him. And the crowd of people staring around him, she was able to touch his garments. This woman demonstrated great courage by approaching Jesus in that crowd. And that woman actually knew that sooner or later, these people would know that she's an outcast. And alam niya mismo sa puso niya, sa sarili niya, that these people could actually stone me to death. Because that's a crowd. Meron na siguro na and people would consider her as ceremonially unclean. And no one would want that. No one would actually want that. But this woman, she didn't care for humiliation. But what she wanted was to reach out to Jesus. Because that desperation in her heart wanted her to reach out for Jesus Christ. And the second thing that this woman did was she relied on Jesus Christ. Because she placed her faith in Him, there was an instant cure. It was mentioned there in the scripture that we just read that this woman was healed. And can you just imagine, this woman was suffering from her sickness for 12 long years. For 12 long years. And the reason why she's an outcast it's because no one, no, nobody there in their community, in their society wanted to pay attention to her. Walang gusto makialam sa kanya because ceremonially unclean, an outcast. Who would want to pay attention to you? Who would want to meet your need? No one. Especially during the time of Jesus Christ. This woman, his, her needs weren't met at all for 12 long years. But the moment that she reached out to Jesus Christ and relied on the saving power and healing of Jesus, her life was transformed forever. And the third thing that this woman experienced was she was reaffirmed by Jesus. When she touched Jesus, Jesus asked, who touched me? Who touched my cloak? Who touched my garment? And while I was doing and crafting my preaching, I asked this question. Why is this highlighted in the gospel? Sabi ko, Lord, ang daming pwedeng itanong ni Jesus Christ dito. But then Jesus asked this. Who touched me? And I want us to, to actually imagine the scenario that time. Back then, a lot of people, crowd was in front of Jesus, around Jesus Christ. And Jesus actually asked that question, who touched me? 
It could be someone, anyone in the crowd. Yet Jesus asked this question, Sinong humawak sa akin? Who touched me? But there was this, there was this woman who was so desperate to reach out to Jesus Christ. You see, the disciples even asked, Lord, you see the crowd here, and then you ask that question. It's like the disciples was actually thinking, Lord, are you joking? Di mo ba nakita kung gaano kadaming tao dito? Yet, yan yung tanong mo? But you see, the question that Jesus asked, that phrase, who touched me, is more than a question. But it was actually a declaration. Going back to the situation of that woman, for 12 years, she was rejected. And it was not just a rejection that we experience today. But it was a rejection for the longest time of her life. For 12 years, she was not heard. Her needs weren't met. A lot of people silenced her because of her situation. And now Jesus comes here at this exact time. Where this woman saw Jesus and just touched the cloak, the hem, the tassel of Jesus' cloak. And Jesus asked, who touched me? Sinong humawak sa akin? And why is that question? Why did Jesus Christ ask that question? You see church, the reason for that is because that question was actually a challenge to this woman. That question was actually a challenge to this woman. Jesus was actually telling this woman, it's time for you to speak up. If no one listened to you before, it's time for you to move forward. If no one actually listened to you before and silenced you because you're an outcast, this time I'm going to listen to you. That was the message of Jesus. That was the declaration of Jesus. Jesus was telling that woman, if before no one met your needs, here I am right now asking you to speak up, to tell me what is your need. That's what Jesus Christ is telling here. And Jesus was telling this woman, yes, a lot of people rejected you. You became an outcast. You were broken beyond repair. You became invisible and no one saw your need. But here I am right now wanting you to step forward. Because I'm available and I came for you. You see, most of us, whenever we face difficulties in life, you know, there are actually times, and it's, there's actually those moments in life, and it's actually a reality for all of us to question God's goodness. Lord, I've been praying for so long, and yet there's no answer. Lord, I've been asking to see you Sunday after Sunday, every day, every prayer meeting, the same prayer concern. But still, why, why can't I receive any answer from you? But you see, this woman, it took her 12 years. She was an outcast. She was despised. This woman experienced being a destitute. And she became so desperate. And at this exact time, this woman experienced healing. Her life was transformed. 
while I was studying this, there were a lot of commentators that mentioned that it was actually just an ordinary day for Jesus Christ to pass through that road, going to Jairus. But then I realized that when Jesus passed through that road, it was no accident. Jesus was there at that exact time, at that exact moment to encounter that woman. And I believe the same thing for all of us. It's not an accident that we're all here. It's not an accident that we use our clothes and came here today just to listen to God's word. And maybe this message that you're listening right now, it's God's reminder to all of you, to all of us, that God is still a God who meets our needs. So what is that need that you have been praying for so long to God? What is that concern that you've been asking for God to answer? You see, sometimes we don't speak up. We don't pray to God. We don't verbalize the things that we experience because we think that it's shameful. We don't tell other people that we're not doing good, that we're not okay because we think that it's so shameful. Because we're adults. We have to be okay all the time. We have to do good. But you see, church, if there's one thing that I realize about this message this morning is that there's no shame in telling people that you need Jesus. There's no shame in telling people that you need Jesus because it's the truth. If we think on our own that we can do it there outside, then we must be kidding ourselves. Because the reason why we can survive every day is because of God's miracle in our lives. And if we have experienced God's power before, then we can still experience God's power in our very lives today. And there's no shame in telling people that you need Jesus, that we need Jesus. That's why from the very beginning, we're all broken deep inside. We have those needs. We have those desires. We have those prayer concerns. We have those silent battles that we have been fighting for so long. And as we look on this story, that's the answer right there. That Jesus is able to meet our needs. It took a powerful faith for this woman to seek Jesus Christ. She simply trusted and was given a new identity. And this woman is now a sister in Christ. It wasn't an accident that Jesus was there on that day and that woman was on the road. It was at this exact moment that Jesus wanted to encounter this woman. And the same thing goes for us. I don't believe that it's an accident that you're here sitting on the chair and listening to this message. I believe that God wanted to encounter us this very day. And as we look on our sets of needs, those lists of needs that goes on and on, we find ourselves that in this story, in the face of this story, I am that woman who bled for 12 years. I am that deceased woman who had problems. 
I am that woman who actually had many issues in life. Prayers that I have been uttering to God. And it's not an accident that Jesus is encountering you today. So I ask this question to all of you. What is our need today? What is our need today? What is that need that you have been paying for so long? Every prayer meeting, every night that you have been praying, every morning as you wake up, what's that prayer concern? Jesus is ready to meet that need because he is listening. As I end, I want to share a story to all of you. When I was in Ebenezer back in 2016, I met a person through a ministry exposure. And this woman, she had a mother who was actually ill. And for five years, she was actually doing the ministry of God, ministering to the prison cell here in Sambuanga City. And back then, she was also taking care of her mother. And I asked her, Sabi ko sa kanya, that's your situation right now. That's very hard. But then you still have time. You still have time to minister, to do the ministry of God. And this is what she told me. I know my own needs. I know the need of my mother. And every day I've been praying for her healing. And then she told me this. But I do not want this opportunity to minister to other people. Because maybe their needs or their prayers could be answered to the life and ministry of Jesus Christ through me. And I found that very beautiful. Because you see, she was very confident enough. Maybe there was some pain in her heart when she was actually telling me that. But all in all, as I was looking at her, I saw the confidence in her heart. And where was that confidence? Her faith, her trust, her confidence was in Jesus. You know why? Because he knew who Jesus was. He knew the miracles of Jesus from the Bible. He knew Jesus Christ who healed people in the, in the New Testament, in the stories from the Gospel. And he knew that Jesus Christ can still do miracle today. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I may not know the problems that you're experiencing today, the prayer concerns that you have, or the needs that you wanted to be met. But it is my reminder for all of us to stand up in faith, to move forward in faith, and declare that faith. There's no shame in telling people that you need Jesus. Jesus has healed many people before. He has provided for everyone before. And He's still able to do miracles today. Good morning and the Lord bless you. You just heard the message from Zumbuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, you can follow us in our social media platforms in Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Zekayak Ministries. See you there!